0: Chapter nine. First Corinthians chapter nine. First Corinthians chapter nine. And I want to look at verse eleven. To begin with, notice what it says. First Corinthians chapter nine and verse eleven. If we have sown unto you spiritual things, it is a great thing. If we reap your, car- is it a great thing? It is a great thing if we reap your carnal things. In other words, he's saying he's saying we didn't sow spiritual things. We didn't sow carnal things. Where where are these coming from? What, 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 you know, we didn't, we didn't preach this. Why is this happening? Okay. If others be partakers of this power over you, are not we rather? Nevertheless, we have not used this power, but suffer all things, lest we should hinder the gospel of Christ. Now, what power is he's talking about is the authority that God gives him to preach the gospel. If you remember back in the book of Luke. Um, let me get you, let me see if you can, let's just, I'm deviating, so. Uh, Holy Spirit has a sense of humor, doesn't he? Look at, look at, look at, uh believe it was. I believe it's so Luke chapter nine. Um I'm trying to think of the verse. He's sending out the seventy. Luke chapter 9, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's Luke chapter 10, chapter 10, chapter 10. yeah, and, and he sends these folks, he sends these, these, these fellows out, after these things the Lord appointed over uh, other 70 also, um, Maybe it. Maybe it's. Maybe it's nine. What I was looking for is it's a, it's the verse that says they they were sent out to preach the kingdom. It just popped into my mind, Mona. Is it? it oh yeah, that's it. This is it. This is it. That's it. Chapter nine. Marissa said ten. Oh, did she? She she's a help. She's a help. Me me me. Okay. Then then he called his twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over devils and to cure diseases. Okay, so he gave them power, but he didn't give them power. That that power was not the primary thing. You see, verse two, and he sent them to what? Preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Now, I want you to notice, you need to understand, God's dealing, God, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ is just beginning, just getting ready to start the church. Okay, he hasn't. Okay, right? He hasn't started. And and in the Gospels, he is taking the, the gospel of the kingdom, that's what they call that, because he's taking it to the Jew first. You understand that? You all get that? I think sometimes we as preachers just glaze over and pass over things and don't don't take time to to land and and hover a little bit. But these 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 men were given power. Now notice it says notice it says it says power over devils. That's not women. Okay, it's not deacons. Power over devils. And he sent them. Now, l- let me just say something. When God, when God calls somebody to preach, he gives them authority. Amen. Now, let me just say something. Humans don't recognize that authority. But Satan's Satan does. That's why there's such a fight. That's why there's such. That's why Satan puts a target on a preacher's back. You understand that? When when God calls you to preach, you are there's an authority you have. See, it's not recognized by the unregenerate heart. It's not recognized by some Christians, but but Satan knows. You say, "Well, how do you know?" Well, you you remember the sons of Siva? Mm-hmm. Remember the sons of Sema, Siva? What do those demons say to the sons of Siva? They said, "Jesus, we know, and Paul, why did they know Paul because he had authority from God but these 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 fellows didn't so when 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 you know t- preaching preaching needs to be taken serious, okay, and preachers need to be taken serious now. Marilyn, I know I'm seriously a nut. I know that you folks, I'm just, we like to have a good time and everything. But, but when I preach the gospel, you know I don't, I don't, I don't just, I don't just stand here for my health. I stand here uh, as as a, an instrument for God. I, I don't, I'm not trying to uh, impress you. I'm not trying to manipulate you. I, I want, I want to give you the word of God. Straight, okay. And so I want to look at this message and, and I put some things down on how they're going to come out. You ever, you, ever, you ever done that? You know, you ever tried a new recipe, ladies, and you put it together and you don't know how it's going to come out? You just hope. And, and you say to your husband, this, uh, this is the first time I've cooked this. And he says, oh, Lord, get the coupons for McDonald's. out." You know? uh, but look at look verse 12 says, nevertheless, have we not used this power but suffer all things. He said he says he says he says we're we we we're not we're not misusing what we have he said we're not he said he said he said we have not we have not we have not gotten real serious with you yet yet now what looks what he says lest we should what hinder i want us to think about hindering the gospel tonight Hindering the gospel. And, and and we may get through all this, we may not. I've got I've got a lot here and and but, but but hindering the gospel the word hinder means to impede. It means to interrupt. Huh? How many of you all make a schedule for your day? You have a schedule for your day and and you have it and you have it planned and you get to the end of the day and you didn't get the number one done. Because something what hindered you, something interrupted you, right? How many times have you? How many of you, times have you been uh, speaking and trying to explain something to someone, and somebody else interrupted you? They hindered you. You understand what I'm saying? And so, so it, it says. He says. He Paul says. We are not going to hinder the gospel. Now the implication there is, folks, that the power, the gospel is a powerful thing. In other words, in other words, we want to stay out of the way of the gospel. Amen. I asked a preacher one day, I said, "How are you doing?" He said, "I'm just trying to stay out of God's way. Amen. Amen. Just stay out of God's way. Get get out of the way of the gospel." That we should hinder the gospel. Evidently, Paul was saying the gospel message was was flowing, people were being saved, and 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 we're not going to do something, or we're not going to handle something. Be, the, and, and folks, we would be right in handling it because some of you are acting a fool, but we're going to. On, on, on standby, we'll get you, you'll get your whooping later when Daddy gets home. You get, but, but, but we're going to put that on standby because, because the lost people and the new Christians don't understand what's going on. You see, if we had a bunch of new Christians in here one night and we, 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 uh, we uh, exercised church discipline, they wouldn't know what was happening. They'd say, well, what? what's that? I didn't know these people that mean. See? And so he said, what, what hinders the God? I want you to think about it. And hinder, Listen, I, I want to, and I'm going to tell you something right right here. And I didn't write this down. Here's another thing that came up. And it, it just it, this thing's really bothering me. But I hear people all the time say, I led somebody to Christ. I led them to Christ on the phone. Or so-and-so got saved. I mean he so said just, just last night we went to talk to somebody that somebody had talked to and somebody said they led them And we went and no clue. You know, it, it's, it's, it's important, it's important that, that we understand the gospel or let somebody else do it. The preacher just a little bit, just a little bit edgy. Let me let me just tell you something. If you don't know how to explain the gospel, let somebody that does explain it to somebody. Amen. It, it's a serious thing. The explaining the gospel to someone is a serious thing. I'll tell you how serious it is. Pretend it's one of your relatives. Just you, one of your relatives you're sharing the gospel with, huh? You want to make sure they know. It's not one of these things. Well, you know they're going in the right direction, and sooner or later it'll click in. That's not the way salvation works. Salvation is 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 a is a is an instantaneous explosion of the Holy Ghost, Bible, and all kinds of things that God does. If it was fireworks, brother, it would last longer than those stinking ones we have on the Fourth of July. It would last a long time. We we we'd stay up all night. It'd be it'd be cool, pretty cool. I mean. Somebody gets saved, the angel, I don't know who that angel is in heaven, but says, hey, somebody got saved, all right. They start partying. They get with it over one soul. Amen? And so, so it's important. There are times in our life that we must make decisions based on what's best for the furtherance of the gospel then what's right for us to do as individuals? Now you can you can take that and apply that just like Epsom salts or whatever you use on a regular basis. But you can you can you can spread that with the knife any way you want. But but that's you get that there are times when there are times when we must make a decision based on what's best, and sometimes that's not what we. Want. Paul's greatest desire, his greatest desire, Paul's greatest desire, bar none, was to win the loss to Christ. He wanted to see people saved. He didn't care who they were, a king or a pauper, a, 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 a centurion or, or a beggar. He wanted to see them saved. He wanted to share the gospel. He wanted to see people saved just like he was. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 22, he says, to the weak I became as weak that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. Now, let me qualify that. It doesn't mean you, you stop looking acting like a Christian. That's not what it's talking about. It's talking about it doesn't matter who it is. You're going to love them to the Lord. You're going to share the gospel with them. Romans 10.1 says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. The Bible says in Romans 1:16 "For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ." He's not ashamed. It, it, it was it, you, 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 past Paul. You're gonna get the gospel. In order to do that, the gospel must be preached. It must be preached. And 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 folks, everybody sitting here is a gospel preacher. You're not a pastor, but you're a preacher. You're gonna herald the gospel. And he said to them, "Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature." Romans. Our Mark 16, 15. 1 Corinthians 15 and verses 1 through 4. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received wherein ye stand. We, we know what the gospel is, by which also ye are saved. Do you get that? You ought to underline that in your Bible. By which also, you, if ye keep in memory that which I preached unto you. Paul said, Look, I gave it to you. That's a pretty tall order. You ever you ever told somebody you ever told somebody yeah this it's this is right I know that's right I know that's right and then you fi- 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 you figure it out later you're wrong i mean you know but that you know that you know that you paul said I, I gave it to you he said i gave you the gospel let me tell you something if we ought to if we're right about anything in the world it ought to be the gospel unless ye have believed in vain for I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, he said, "I've, I've, 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 I got this, I got it." He said, "How that Christ what died for our sins according to who? The newspaper? No, the Scriptures, and 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 and, uh, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. That's the gospel: the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1-4. through four. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but we have renounced the, the hidden things of, of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by the manifestation of the truth, contending or commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel. The light of the glorious gospel. So how am I going to get them to see the light of the glorious gospel? You ever had, I had somebody last night, they had their high beams on behind me. I wanted to witness to them. After I said some things, but I wanted to witness to them. I mean, those they, 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 the older you get, the, 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 the that light hurts your eyes a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you want to have a little BB gun that you can help them with that. You know, but it, uh, is I don't know what what it is. I've been going down the road. My wife says you got your high beams going. Oh, okay, I turn them down. The light of the glorious gospel. Say, so, well, you know, preacher. Preacher, I've got this, I got this new way I'm going to share with them. I'm going to share this with them. I'm going to share this with them, and they're going to get it. I've got a great illustration. No, the gospel's light. Amen. Let me just tell you something. We need to get through our thick skulls that the God, God doesn't need us. The gospel doesn't need us. The gospel's fine. Amen. It's healthy. There's no deficit. It's, it's, it's not moved to the far left. It's still right. It's still, it's still pure. It hasn't changed. And the sa- that same gospel uh, activates the Holy Spirit. And Jesus Christ saves the soul for eternity. That's powerful. It's a light. It's a light. L- listen, listen, every believer, every believer, and l- I want to consider five facts about the gospel. I want to consider five facts about the... The gospel is the only way a person is saved. Amen. That's the only way. It's the power of God and the salvation. Let me give you this. Every believer is entrusted with the sacred truth of the gospel. You, you say, well, preacher, I, I'm not a witness. I'm not one of those soul-winning people. I'm not one of them people. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Well, preacher, you know I do this around church, I do this around church, but I don't do this. Don't tell me, tell God. Don't tell me, tell God. It's important we understand that. We understand that that, 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 uh, that, that we're entrusted with it. Again, each of us has, has a dispensation of time to share the gospel. You say, preach your words to say that, 1 Corinthians nine seventeen. For if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. But if, if against my will, a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me. He said, what does it say? You have a time, you have a life. To share the gospel, you have a space. You, you, you're on that tombstone. You go out there and look at those tombstones. It says it says the date on here, and it says the date over here, and it has a little, little dash in the middle. And we're in the dash. That's what it is. We're in between. We're in between, and the, and we have a responsibility to share the gospel. Again, we will give account to God for what we did with the gospel. I knew the gospel. I could quote it. For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of. For necessity is laid upon me. Now listen to this. Yea, woe is, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 16. Paul says, listen, I, I've, got, I've got to preach the gospel. I've got to preach the gospel. And then again, if we're not careful, we can actually hinder the gospel that's what I want that's what I want to, want to talk to you a little bit for the next few moments. I preach to you. I'm not going to talk, I'm going to preach. Hinder the gospel. Interrupt the gospel. He says in verse in our text, 1 Corinthians 9 verse 12, if others be partakers of this power over you, are we not are not we rather? He said, folks, listen, here's my heart. He says, I don't want to do anything to hinder the gospel. I don't want to do anything to hinder the gospel. Now, how do we hinder it? How do we hinder it? Now, these things are going to be deep theological truths, so you might want to get your thinking caps on. You ready? Number one, we do not tell it. That's deep, in it? We hinder the gospel because we don't even share it. Morning. Sometimes I get up with my phone. I look at all these tweets. They're yakking about Biden. and They're yakking about that woman out. and used to be out in Colorado. Whatever her name is. And they're yakking about the Speaker of this, and they're yakking about this, and they're uh, yakking about this and that and the other and and, and I, I tweeted this morning. I put in there. This is a great day to give somebody a gospel track. Like everybody woke up, everybody said that. Everybody kept saying, "liking that, liking that, liking that, liking that." They they like it. They put it. They click on the heart. They like it. They like it. They like it. Well, this is do it. Every day is a day, good day to share the gospel. Amen. Isn't that what you shared with that friend, that guy, the, the gospel track? Right. And, and we we hinder it because we don't tell it, live it. Okay. Now 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 here here's where it gets rubber meets the road. First Corinthians chapter or Second Corinthians chapter four three, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid from them that are lost. And then in First Corinthians, it says this, verse two and four. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in dem- demonstration of the Spirit and, the, and of the pow- and of power. What he what what he was saying was he was saying, look, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to sell you a car. I'm not trying to sell you something. I'm 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 here to I'm here to, I'm not trying to get your wallet. Little old fella. Little old fella played the mandolin over here for the Rochesters. He he was a mess. He's a mess. He looked like a mess, didn't he? He was a mess. He had a good time. I hope he's watching. And he he told me he said, he said preacher. What do you think about ethics? I said, oh boy, here we go." And he shared me a, shared a story about something that this preacher did. And I said, "Well, I said uh, that's not ethics. That's what I think." I said, "Okay." I said, "But don't go back and go telling people that I said this or I said that. Just you, 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 I mean, you just confirmed it. I mean, that's that's as that's as plain as a nose on your face. I mean, come on." But you know, folks, folks, it, it's it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me how we can act a fool as Christians and expect God to use us. Exactly. Well, preacher, I'm going out of visitation. Those people don't know who I am. God does. You know, it's a privilege. It's a privilege to go out and share the gospel. But it's, it's a all caps highlighted beaming to see him saved. When you see somebody get saved, truly get saved, that's fun. That's 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 that is wonderful. I was watching last night, I was watching watching the Phillies play the Astros World Series. Bryce Harper used to play for the Nationals. Man, he is a he's a he's something. So John Smoltz Used to pitch for the Atlanta Braves. He's a he's a nice guy, one of the nice guys in baseball. Of course, there's a lot of nice guys, but 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 he's sitting there. He's sitting there. He's saying this. He says now 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 Bryce Harper has been watching. He said, let me tell you something. He likes to hit breaking balls. He likes to hit that curve. You all know what a curveball is, okay? Fastball goes straight. It moves a little bit, but every ball moves a little bit. But the curveball. Pitcher puts a spin on it, and it kind of curves down, or curves the side, or you know, it rises. uh, All kinds of things they do, and uh, and he said, and he's sitting there talking. This is the first part of the game, bottom of the first inning, and he says he likes to, and he's while he's talking, the pitcher throws him a curveball. You know what Bryce Harper does? Hits it out of the park. I mean, you could hear it; it sounded like somebody hitting somebody upside the head with the boing. I mean, that made that hit the. That noise that that bat makes, that wooden bat makes when it hits the ball, that sudden sudden suddenness when everybody stops. You know what I'm saying? And that there, it's like time is frozen, and you hear a whack. Well, they went crazy. You know. He's sitting there talking about that. He's t- sitting there talking about it, powerful. And then 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 he tells his his benchmate. He told told his benchmate. Evidently, they picked up something about the preacher that was, or the pitcher that was telling telling what he was going to throw, and that guy hit it out. I mean, they were having a good time. They were having a good time, knocking the ball out of the park. And and and, and as you say, preacher, what are you what are you what are you saying? I'm saying, I'm saying, folks. We get excited about a lot of things. Those athletes, man. We get excited about ha- hobbies we have. We practice for them. We spend money on them. When's the last time we got really, 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 really excited about sharing the gospel? Because because if we're excited about sharing the gospel, we'll live right. Let me say something else that's a hindrance to the gospel. We don't give to it. And we ought to give to faith promise. We ought to give it faithfully we ought to give it cheerfully we ought to give it liberally we ought to give it by faith we ought to give it systematically on a regular basis we ought to give it sacrificially those missionaries out there uh, in the different fields across the world are representing us we need to give to it and then we need and and, and, and let me just say something else we don't defend it what, does it do, what, what happens when you ever you ever sitting in a place you ever sitting in a workplace and some big mouth fat mouth waggle tongue starts talking about your Jesus starts talking about what they how they're going to get to heaven you say well preacher you know I just don't want to you need to woke up. What you need to do. You need to stop being, you need to stop stop worrying about what people think. Defend the gospel. Defend the gospel. Listen, listen, Jude 1, 3 and 4 says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you about the common said, I was going to write to you and I was going to teach you some things about salvation. Soteriology. Number one. No, number two. He said no. Nope. He said I changed my mind. Well, he didn't change his mind. The Holy Spirit did. And God, God, God says, God says through him. He said it was more needful me to, that for me to write to you and to exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto you, uh, delivered unto the saints. For certain, there are certain men crept in unawares who did before of old. Uh, to this condemnation, ungodly men, to turning the grace of our God into lascivious. Let me tell you something. It's happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. People are slipping in. Yeah. They're slipping in. I'm going to say some things that you may not like. And, and, and of course, medicine's good for you. But just because it says it's a Christian college doesn't mean it's Christian. You say, preacher, what is your proof of a Christian college? I'll tell you what my proof of is that it's a Christian college. When they're faithful members of their local church and they go away and they come back with their degree, they're faithful members of their church. The problem is, there are people in the dorms and, and people that come in from different churches and they start spreading their trash. Yes. Reformed theology and and and, and uh, replacement theology. I mean I could go right down uh, the merging church, all these things. Crazy. It says, you know, preacher, you know, we, we just need to we just we just need a church that fits our our age. Well let me just tell you something. Your age is gonna be our age one day. You are aging. I was telling, I was telling, I telling uh, Travis and Michael Clark the other night. Day we were talking before anybody got in here. They were talking about skinny jeans. I said, "I don't wear skinny jeans." You know why? And they said, "Why?" I said, "I can't fit into them." Not skinny. Not skinny. And he's got these. Got these. It's not. Not about that. It's not about this. It's about, it's about. it's about doctrine. There are people challenging this book. This is not a version of the Bible. This is the Bible. Amen. And I, you know, I don't sit here. I don't sit here and I don't sit here and harp on it. and Harp on it. Let me tell you something. Strange things are happening. Strange things are happening. People are changing. People are changing. You know, you, you come into church and you go to you go you go to the church and it says independent fundamental. And and, and 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 then 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 it then it, the preacher says we're going to have a special music uh, special message and song right, yep. and this woman waddles up to the platform and she's in some jeans look like she forgot to say when when they pull poured her in and she stands back here and she's got that mic and it starts it's the music starts playing and she starts going right, yep. I've been in like that. and she said she gets that mic she goes um, you know, start breathing, real heavy breathing. When, when did we start doing heavy breathing when we sing? That's right. The only heavy breathing you should do when you sing is because you're nervous. Right. Or you don't know how to breathe. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, really. I mean, these master club kids come out there and they get out there and they start bebopping, doing their dances. They <laughs> you know, stuff that I, I pull muscle. I'm a cheerleader. They're not. Cheer, they, they don't do. They don't cheerlead anymore. That's not what that is. And so, uh, and 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 it. You know, they bring it in the church. Mm-hmm. The best instrument in the world most beautiful instrument in the world, bar none, is a human voice. Amen. And when you have instrumentation that that, that overcomes that, I mean, uh, these, these folks up here, the, the Rochester's, this little, little that was pretty good. This little girl, she had a she had a bass fiddle bigger than her. I was waiting for her to fall over. But if you watched them, they sang. Amen, yes, brother, they did. They sang. They, they, you know, now it was it was that it had that bluegrass tilt to it, no doubt. Amen. Greengrass. But uh, what's that? Green grass, and uh, but 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 they sang. You say what do you what do you say, what you saying, preacher? I, I'm saying all that to say. When, when, when those are just those are just symptoms of a of a of a an infection. Right, right? Jennifer. That infection. You got to. It, it's not the symptoms you need to take care of. That you can do that over the counter. It's the, it's the. It, it's the infection you got to get to. Right. You got to get something to take care of that infection. Right, Marilyn. Antibiotic. Right? And what's happening is there's an infection in our churches, in our so-called Bible colleges. We're not contending for the faith. You're yelling at me. Yes, I am. You're raising your voice. Absolutely. You're, you're 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 accusing me? Yes, I am. You're a heretic, I said preacher. You know that heretic's a heavy word. I, I don't know if I'd throw that a false prophet. Amen. False prophets. Wrong. This guy on Twitter wrote something, he said something about this. I said, wrong, capital, capital, W-R-O-N-G, exclamation point. Moron. You're just not nice. Not when you start messing with the gospel. Amen. Earnestly contend. Earnestly contend. You know, you, you, you know, you they he says Muhammad Ali. Now, I didn't, I never liked Muhammad Ali. I never did. But but let me just tell you something. Greatest boxer of all time. Greatest boxer. Of all, greatest boxer of all time. You know, I like Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray Leonard. Every time every time he beats I, when he, when he beat that guy from down there in uh, Duran, I was just going crazy. I mean, I, I was pulling for him. I said. I, I said, Sugar Ray, don't step into one of his punches, man. Cause, you know, and, but, you know, what would you have thought if Muhammad Ali would have come out uh, when he was fighting? What's his name from Philly? What, what's Joe Frazier? Joe Frazier. Uh, and, and what if he came out and started wrong? <laughs> You'd say, what is wrong with him? Well, w- what would be wrong was he'd be horizontal in a couple of seconds. Huh? I get got this one this one guy on social media he 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 puts these little films of people and he there's this there's this look this guy his pants are hanging down there's this old guy with a grocery and this guy starts coming up this and he's going to fight this old guy. So the guy looks at him. Old guy looks at him. Like, really? And the guy's going And so the old guy just does this, does this, and he's, and, and he's dropped, got this one dropped. You know, when, an old guy, when, an old, when a man's got this drop like this, he's coming from his shoes all the way to the clouds. And when it hits your jaw, it's going to be lights out. And this guy's going like this, and, and he's dancing. He's dancing like this. He, you don't box like that. You get it right here. And that old man goes, boom. And you know what? The guy, guy just... <laughs> Tim Burr. Now, let me tell you something. When you land a, when you land a punch in boxing, and, it not, and the guy goes, pow! I was watching, Dad and I watched his boxing match one night. It was Big John something, and he was fighting this boxer named Weber. He, it was in Tennessee, Knoxville, Tennessee, where he was from. And I said, Dad, I said, this Big John guy is dropping his glove. He said, yeah, he's going to get knocked out. And I mean just a couple seconds. Weber goes like this, and Big John, you know he's Weber's shorter than him, and and Weber goes down like this, and Big John goes like the golf ball on a tee. And Weber goes wham, <laughs> done. We as Christians, we, we need to land our punches. We need, to, we need to be ready to contend. Don't you dare go this holiday season. Don't you dare go Thanksgiving and let those fat-mouthed family members of yours start down in God and the gospel. You stand up. Amen. He said, well, it'll be a short-lived dinner. Well, there's Cracker Barrels open. There's a lot of places open on Thanksgiving. You don't. You don't have to be in that trash. You say, "Well, preacher, that's our. Let me tell you something. Your relatives need to get saved. That's right. We have people. We have people all around. We have people all around our country and all around all churches around the PG area. I'm telling you, these guys are dipping their sails. They're saying, you know, the Bible says we ought to be. Uh, we, and I got to stop. I'll be all night. But we got to. We got. We've got to contend for the gospel." That means you don't back down. The death, and resurrection. The only way through to heaven is Jesus Christ, the gospel. Let me let me say this. We hinder the gospel because we don't obey it. How shall we uh, escape if we neglect so great salvation? Let me say this, and, and, and I can't go into this tonight because it would take me another hour. And that is this. When you get saved, the gospel... That's not the ending. That's just the beginning. Huh? You think about it like this. You're on the gospel train. You are... You are... You are... Listen, that salvation that you received you ought to cherish it every day I I wake up in the morning I say okay I'm alive I made it the next thing I say I think about is the day I was saved and the next thing I say I'm still saved And then God says, well, get out of bed and let's live like it. I heard some fellow say to his kids, what's your name? They said their first name. No, your last name. They said, live like it. And there is a, there is a great lesson in your family name being honored you ought to be you know whatever you can't wherever you came from you know, your background and let me just say your salvation should be the shiniest trinket on your shelf it should be the, the brightest star that you see it should be the it should be the happiest story you ever relive it should be the most cherished investment Amen. Let's not hinder the gospel. Let's not interrupt it. Sometimes sometimes there are things that we think are priority and they may be right. They may be okay. The word expedient. They're not expedient. They're not priority. The gospel priority. Let's pray. Heads bowed, and eyes closed. Father, thank you for what you've taught us tonight. Pray that we would help us to respond. Help us not to hinder the gospel. Help us to, to live it. Tell it. Help us to cherish it. Holy Spirit, teach us and, and draw us to be more like you in Jesus' name. Let's stand with heads bowed, and eyes closed. God, speak to your heart. You come. SP out place. Thank you. Be seated, and if you need, ha- I need an usher. You may be seated. I need an usher here. Let's pray. Lord, bless the gift and the giver according to Thy will, in Jesus' name, Amen. We give as the Lord directs. Sunday evening, four thirty. Sunday afternoon, be here. Mona, you got you all got a pig on a spit. Okay. Amen. Time change. Extra. I'm staying up late, late, and watch the late, 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 late. I'm going to watch Creature Feature. You all remember that? Amen. Let's stand. Let's stand. Good to see everybody. Sam, close for us.
1: Amen. Amen. Good
0: to see you.